0: Welcome to episode 95 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg. My co-host, Dwarren Sklar's here. Are you doing, DeWarn? I am here. I'm doing good. How are you? How's it going? Doing well. Awesome. Doing well. Our fine state of Illinois did a smart thing, and uh, we are... Uh shelter in place for another 30 days so
1: we'll be having some fun at home we could all go to georgia and get haircuts i think
0: right now yeah i might have to go out there just get my no no
1: and my dog (laughs) and the tattoos i think you get a tattoo there too
0: oh brother but uh yeah we're going to uh talk about the iphone se uh it's, it's in everybody's hot little hands and um there's uh we also are going to talk about uh you have the keyboard before me Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm not happy about that but it's okay i'll have mine tomorrow i finally got the shipping we'll talk about that Uh in a minute um and then um yeah we got all kinds of other fun stuff to talk about so uh let's uh go right into the news shall we uh First story was uh wi-fi wi-fi 6e has become official the fcc will uh, vote on the rules this month but uh, we've been talking about this for a little bit wi-fi 6 is the newest uh, technology for the wi-fi spectrum um and uh, fcc is going to approve it and or has approved it uh, and they're going to talk about the uh, different spectrum here and uh biggest concern was uh about its reach. Um luckily the iPhone and the iPhone 11, I left 11 Pro, Pro Max uh, all have um Wi-Fi 6 capabilities already but it's pretty pricey. You didn't buy it. Did you buy a router yet for that? No, nah, well,
1: I bought one uh at Walmart mm-hmm. and it was cheap. But it was Wi-Fi 6. It was like yeah. 100 bucks. I'm like let's try it and it uh, the speeds were about the same as what my Orbi and uh, other one does so returned it so i'm not sure if it was just because uh you know the the cost of the unit didn't give me good speeds or or what it was but um yeah no i'm uh, so right now i only have the uh um the iphone um that's it right that's the only thing without wi-fi six that we have in there so uh the iphone pro max everything else is uh I have the old two thousand and eighteen iPad, so that doesn't have it, and uh yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I think it's. I think technology is still pretty new. Um, the uh, yeah, you, you, it's definitely going to be different. Uh, this article was in Irish Technica, so a link to this in the show notes to look at the different band. And uh, they still have to vote on the actual uh, the actual spectrum. So if if those you know have you have newer routers, you have the 2.4 gigahertz band, then you have that's for the uh, excellent range of penetration, but it's crowded. It's been around for a long time, and it can have a lot of interference. Then you have the 5G bands. So generally, like my router has two separate bands in the 5G, uh, which is great, but yeah, sometimes you do have some. uh, connection issues depending on how big your house is and 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 all that so but at least 11 pro and 11 and 11 pro already have the technology it's ready to go uh so it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes Um, i think it's going to be still a little further out before we see any devices that are really going to take advantage of the speeds so unfortunately um
1: because i you know i really am interested in that because i'm always trying to I have a uh, you know Verizon uh, uh, the gigabit network and I've been on a uh, I've been on a tear to try to get the best uh, speed I could get and I uh, I do okay about 400 megabits per second on the Wi-Fi but we could do better.
0: Okay, so uh, next story we found uh, Verizon is giving customers 15 gigabytes of extra hotspot data for for the month of May. Uh, Verizon announced today that they're going to plan to give an additional 15 gigs of LTE data to all their customers and small business plans in May to continue to support their customers who are working from home. How nice of them. I'm not a Verizon customer, nor am I a big Verizon fan, for that matter. In fact, I had an experience where somebody had a MiFi device um, that uh, had uh, unlimited data, but, of course they used over their unlimited quote unquote data and they started throttling the speeds. So, and it was only 22 gigabytes is where the limit was. And that that person was at 37 gigabytes. So, uh, but anyway, that's near here or there, but what'd you think? Uh, I think it's okay. Nice Verizon's doing that for a month for us, people working from home
1: yeah now i'm reading the first uh the comment and basically it says uh t-mobile already did it last month yeah. and then they all jumped on him for that but yeah t-mobile did the yeah. same thing so so uh, it's good t-mobile you leads know. the
0: way and everybody else follows suit
1: <laughs> pretty pretty much and uh it, it's uh i think it's for hotspot right they did it for hotspot yeah yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. That's good if you, you know, I, I think a lot of the, the issues are a lot of the kids don't have uh, internet. Some of the uh, kids still have internet for schools so yeah. for those people. Um, and I know there's also free internet out there for them. So people are trying to get the kids on the internet yep. for the most part. I think it's what's going on here.
0: Yep. Um, that's, in, that's a Mac, uh, Mac rumors article linked out to the, to, in the show notes. Um, next story this has been all over the news for the last couple of days we talked about it yesterday i'm to the future go but uh, i found actually this article just got updated to today a matter of fact to my friends uh, adam angst and the, the gang at uh, tidbits uh, ios mail exploits seriously but unlikely to affect normal users the security firm uh, ZecOps had announced that some of its customers were hit with a pair of previously undiscovered exp- exploits for- for mail in iOS that causes the app to crash reveals a mechanism that could be used as part of a sequence of a zero-day attack. In iOS 13, the vulnerabilities can be exploited merely by receiving an email message. Well, if you read through this article, it tells you that uh, it's not going to affect us mere, mere mortals uh, where it's uh, going to not have to make any changes. You don't have to worry about it other than the fact that it will be updated in the 13.5, uh, 13.4.5. Uh, very shortly so uh, what do you think of this
1: yeah I mean a couple of places that you listen to really make it out to be a big deal one one person I was listening to said there hasn't been a zero-day attack on an iPhone in years forever (laughs) um forever so you know, this is how things get fixed. People discover them and then they fix them. And uh, you know, they're they're computers, and nothing is you know, as long as as long as things are connected to the internet and have sensitive data on it, there's you know, yep. things are going to happen, and that's uh, that's going to be the life. So, you know, it's good that they they figured it out. Um, you know, I, I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, I, I think that it makes sense that maybe it's uh, Jeff Be- Bezos had this right. happen to him if possible, because, um, you know, it's kind of sounds like the, the the thing that happened. Um, and, you know, and it's funny because when that happened to Bezos, we were like, nah, there's no way, you know, there's no email message or there's nothing that can do this Just to show you that, you know, computers are computers and, uh, you know, nothing right. is, you know, nothing is a uh, totally hack, uh, hack and, uh, you know the more they
0: figure it out the better we are absolutely um that was in mac mac rumors uh for that article and uh next story uh darkroom there's a great photo editor called darkroom uh for iPhone and iPad um they expanded with video editing features this popular iOS app which is only 5 bucks like 4.99 and it works across both the iPhone and the iPad it released some great updates yesterday uh this was a 9 to 5 mac um it's released some major under-the-hood changes to improve its performance and uh, full mouse and trackpad support, which is huge, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, the app expanded beyond its photos capabilities now that the newest updates can now handle video editing, too. Um, so it's totting some 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 pretty awesome ultra-fast editing experiences for videos, as well as it'll, it has codecs that will support the HEVC, which is the, the Apple standard, and uh, H.264. Uh, Definitely, a first step in another journey uh, with um, uh, with the uh, darkroom app. Have you used this app before? I have not. Nope. nope. Actually, I read an article here. It says it's um, free download with an in-app purchase starting at one ninety nine. So you'll have some some options in in-app purchase. So no, nope. but you've never used this portal. Cool. Huh?
1: Um, no, I'm not a big photo editor. Um, I I seem to be okay with. Um, most of the time uh, uh photos app and whatever yeah. maybe a free thing I'll find once in um you know here and there uh but you know I, I don't do much of my photos other than kind of clean them up a little bit yeah. but, uh I sh- I should get a little more into it now that I have time but maybe I, I
0: looked at the uh the in app purchase costs if you want to unlock everything it's t- 9.99 so then you have it f- for forever I'll unlock all the tools Check check. Yeah, it's got five star. Yeah, five star review. Yeah, no, it's got some a lot of great reviews. I've used it for a little while, and it's a a nice alternative. So check that one out. Uh, this is your story, if you want to read that. Yeah,
1: no, I put this in um, basically because uh, this makes me feel like a little kid. Uh, short form Fraggle Rock series from Jim Henson Company now available on Apple TV. It's a l- article I posted in for Mac Rumors, but it's been around. Um, so basically Apple TV um launched a show from my youth, um, called Fraggle Mine Rock. Too. Um, I don't know if you ever watched it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember some of the songs. Uh, you know, I can't remember what like I ate for lunch yesterday, but I can remember <laughs> some of the songs. I, I remember pretty I remember four out of five character names, so that was pretty good. And uh, you know, and uh so I watched it. It's it's what was it? five-minute show um and it's uh interesting because it was all shot at um home, the homes of the people doing it because uh of the uh, quarantine so they're basically uh you know shooting these uh episodes in their basements uh, separately which is kind of cool um and, and it was cute uh definitely cute um you know kind of brought back some memories the voices are kind of the same uh i didn't realize gobo was canadian i forgot about that he is canadian so he has canadian accent i remember read she's crazy and uh did a little researching after a little wiki um doc with the uh, dog he died he was old he was like in his 90s so he died he died a couple couple years back so he was old back then actually so um but yeah, the Dozers and the, the King and all that—it's it's good stuff. You know, I just I I, I uh I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, what's the other show uh, that I want to watch? There's another Apple TV show that just came out. I think the uh, D- Defending Jacobs coming out. Oh I'm
0: wow! Watch that too. That's another. One. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really expanding on Apple TV Plus, which is awesome. It's good to see. So it's more and more great content coming. Um. Yeah. Yep. The uh next article and i never thought in a million years i would link to an article in android central but i did uh the cheapest iphone has a more powerful processor than the most expensive android phone uh apple is using the a13 bionic in the 2020 edition of the SE, and it it outperforms the snapdragon 865 in almost every way at, uh, as according to article from android central um, and they uh, they go through and talk about a lot of the uh, multi-threading performance and how the cpu is a lot. Faster than what many of the most androids are out there uh and some of the features that may not have like a pixel pixel four uh pixel three may not it has some that has some more stuff maybe than what the the uh, the iphone does uh, but uh overall as I read through this um it was funny to see actually that they're saying that the iPhone outperforms it what do you think I mean they cheated a little bit
1: because uh, they 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 put the uh the best processor they have into right. the cheapest body. So I mean, yeah, it's you got that. Is it better than well it, is it better than Android phones as far as the rest of the hardware? Who knows? Definitely the software is better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they I, I think it's a little bit of a cheat because they uh, yeah, I think I said uh I read the I read it last week. It's the uh ferrari engine in the honda core yeah so that's pretty much what they did so it, it's yeah good you know it's yeah we'll uh, a good competition we'll put something better in there
0: we'll definitely talk more about it here in just a bit here um and then the uh, last story you put this out here but started off here is uh, apple released uh, ios 13.4.1 but only for the iphone SE ahead of its launch uh what'd you think what'd you uh, think of this
1: no, I, it, it, the only thing that caught my eye with that is basically uh, people who get the phone uh, tomorrow kind of need to run that update, um, yeah. I guess at some point. Right. So just, I guess if anybody's listening, be careful with not running the update before you restore. Right. Cause some people could do that. Cause that could be a problem. I guess if you Take an iCloud backup of your current phone and get the new phone, and then don't do the iCloud back uh, restore first. Uh, Just go up as a new phone and then just do the software update and updates to the newest version. Maybe it's going to complain about going back to uh, restore the older version of the phone. But so I would say restore, then do the update uh, if that's what you're doing
0: yeah i mean we're at 13.4.1 now on uh on 11 pro 11 pro max um it's kind of strange that apple did this
1: there must be something that's you know if it's specific to that um it's got to be something with that phone that they forgot because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the it's the same version
0: it's just maybe this this version for just this just for the se is uh Definitely got some. Yeah, fixes. they've done
1: that before. Yeah. They've done that before. They put in. Uh, uh, they've done updates for just certain models of uh, of uh, iPhones and iPads before. So yeah. it's not the first time they did it, but it, it certainly is a little confusing.
0: So uh, that's the news for this week. Let's uh, go right into topics. So beta testing this week very slow. There was no release this past week. Still since uh, last week on April fifteenth. Beta two thirteen dot four five is out. Um, eventually, so that fix we just talked about is probably going to be part of it. You said it was not part of it currently. Is is yep. not?
1: That's what I read. And, it, and this this story kind of broke after that last beta came out. So I don't think they actually uh, did anything with that. Yeah. Um, so I would expect Tuesday um, of next week we'll be seeing something
0: yeah i mean as things progress here i think uh, 13.4.5 is probably going to be the last version before we start hitting into the uh, the summer months when wwdc virtual comes out and then they start talking about ios 14 so i i would unless unless something strange come happens and they have to release release another version just to fix things um i would think this probably is right near the end of the the version that we'll have wouldn't you think yeah, uh,
1: as we said before they're just gonna try to perfect everything before the end of the line yeah. and uh once they do that it, uh, it's gonna be uh on to ios 14 which uh you know it's coming yep it's coming faster than we thought
0: all right so let's um uh, move on and um uh, you know, uh, we talked last week, Warren and I both ordered the Magic Keyboard for the iPad. And, of course, Warren decided to become a UPS driver and decided to go run out and go pick it up at the depot today because he couldn't wait. Uh, so uh, you've got it in your ha- hands. You've only had it for a few hours. So we're really going to save our full review uh, of, the, of the, the Magic Keyboard uh, until next week, which I have a surprise about next week's uh, show uh, at the end of the show here. Uh, and yeah. Um, What's your impression Sorry. so far? after Having it for what, maybe ten or twelve hours now, maybe less than that.
1: Oh, not even. I've had it for uh, a couple of hours. I think uh, you can't really see it well with my uh, virtual background. I guess, right?
0: Probably not. No. no. There.
1: Uh, oh, there we go. There you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the impression is a couple things. The feels solid. Yeah. The keyboard feels um good to type on. The trackpad is a uh, nice to type, uh, type on. The um gestures um once you start to learn them are very good. The mouse is responsive. Yeah. Um I really it feels like kind of a whole new system now. Um I have two complaints right off the bat, it would be the viewing angles that you could do on this. It's kind of a weird it's got two things it's got the hinge which takes the 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 ipad up and down mostly but it doesn't go flat it goes about to about it goes a little bit more you know 50 degrees or something like that and then there's another hinge that goes a little bit more so it's it's you know if you're on a couch it's okay but if the ipad's a little too high it's kind of not a great angle Um, The other complaint that I have is the top, the numbers kind of hover underneath the the bottom of where the iPad's going to go. So sometimes you do have to kind of stick your fingers in between the iPad and the keyboard to type the numbers if you want. Mm. And the last complaint is there is no escape key. So a lot of times, you know, you're in something and you feel like you want to hit escape and you can't. Um, but otherwise, you know, everything else is pretty, pretty good. Um, I've actually tested out, um, um, remote desktop connection, which is, seems to be fully supported with the touchpad, Mm -hmm. uh, and the keyboard. And that's great. It's like being right on a windows computer, uh, team viewer and a couple of others aren't quite there yet. Sidecar works really cool. The keyboard, uh, when you're on sidecar, you can use the keyboard um to type on you know on the mac os which
0: is great dove in
1: quick um (laughs) oh yeah i've I've been playing with this uh, nonstop since i got it (laughs) why why am i not surprised i'll probably do the same thing tomorrow (laughs) yeah no it's it it really makes it feel like it's kind of a different uh, a whole different thing you know and i never really used my ipad as much as I want to. So yeah. right now I'm going through the experiment of trying to use it as a, as a computer. And, um, you know, some things it does, some things it doesn't still, but it's definitely a lot easier to do things that I couldn't do before with it. So, right. um, you'll like it. Yeah. Let me know. What you're yeah. Doing. Let's, about uh, next
0: uh we'll save for more discussion about this until next week's show. Uh, Cause we'll have it for a good full week and give you a really good, honest review of, uh, what, it, how it all is. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this. This actually was an article in a uh, nine to five Mac, but I wanted to actually talk about it. Cause um, I always get questions about people asking me. I'm sure they ask you as well as how much a specific iPhone is going to be when you trade it in. Um, in this case, this is the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 10 was a great phone. You had, the, did you have the iPhone 10 at one point?
1: Sure. Yep. Yeah. I think
0: why, why don't even ask that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that was, that was okay. I mean I do only Nintendo.
0: because I'm on the trade in plan. I you're in the trade in program too. So um
1: no, I'm in the uh buy out Oh you right buy them outright sell and sell them. them. Okay, that's right.
0: Yeah. I'm in the trade-in plan so I, I I do that. So um so you know the iPhone is only a few years old. Um it's about three years, two years, three years, three years probably at least. So uh ten, ten, oh, something like ten, that. I have to look it up to verify, but uh uh so, but they're saying that the cost could be anywhere in a trade-in from between $200 and $320, depending on, of course, a of, of, of variety of factors, including uh, storage size, condition, and whether or not uh, you're willing to take a store credit instead of cash. So you got to decide, do you want to store credit? When I would trade it in, i trade it in with Apple. I mean, I even looked up what the ten R is that I have as a spare phone, um, and they're going to give me over $300 for that, but uh, I'm not going to trade it in for the iPhone SE because it does yeah that 10r has got a lot more compelling features that the the 10r the se doesn't um but uh you've you've so you've you've sold your phones out right pretty much right you've never really trade them in
1: right yeah i've either sold them um so i've sold i've done a lot of different um ways to sell right um i've tried craigslist i've tried um You know those uh, uh gazelle kind of things there's a whole bunch of them gazelle used. right it's on um, there yep yeah, um I've done the you know, back to Apple year um I've done facebook a lot of uh you know just posting on Facebook groups and yep. people buy it that way forums so you know pretty much um you know doing it through different venues um you know and, and generally it comes to. Um, It comes to price compared to how much of a pain in the butt it is to do this. So, um, you know, generally when you deal with, like, Facebook and Craigslist, you're dealing with, you know, uh, and I also did Let It Go or Let Go, that app, too. So Craigslist and Let let Go and Facebook uh, Marketplace, you just have to be prepared to deal with, like, 90% 90% of scammers. Right. Are, you know, That's the problem. It's basically, you know, it can't, you know, I can't pick it up, but can you ship it to my daughter in, in, in Georgia
0: because, blah blah, yeah. blah. and you just and, ignore those. Yeah. You get, you know, <laughs> I've, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, so you get those all the time and then, and then you get, you know, a lot of, you know, you get negotiations. So when you're selling privately, yeah. you know, everybody's going to try to negotiate with you. Um, but, you know, out of like uh, that, you'll get like one you know, percent point, point of somebody that you could, and you'll be, able, you get good at telling who's legitimate yeah. and, you know, who's going to be a good purchase. And I've gotten pretty good at that and pretty much sold them uh, a couple that way. You know, you follow yeah. the rules, you, you you meet somewhere local, um, you, you take cash, um, you, you don't, you know, you've been you in a public space. Um, You know, you'd be honest with you, what you're selling, um, things like that, Uh, and it works well. Um, The Apple trading program had a a couple of uh, years where they were actually really competitive with uh, some of the other things. I think they backed off a little bit on that.
0: Uh, Uh, No, I think they've gotten better. Um, Last experiences I've had, family member just traded in an iPhone 8 Plus, and they're going to get $250 back for it, which for a phone at that age, not bad. Uh, like I mentioned, the ten R's, the yeah. ten R's, three hundred bucks trade in with Apple. Um, I think guy, guy Stroll, yeah, he got the same thing. He got the, the he traded his uh, A plus in for two fifty, so that's reasonable. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna if you do eBay, eBay's another thing. I've I've dabbled in trying to sell it on there, uh, Craigslist. I've did that in the past. I, I I've kind of avoided Craigslist. It's just kind of a, annoying doing some of those people it's yeah, the same way. um I've done gazelle what happens I've done a gazelle and gazelle is gazelle is horrible their pricing is it's not worth it anymore it was at one point pretty no, good, but there's a few
1: yeah there's a few more online ones that are a little bit better um that I found uh was it mac uh could be mac rumors or not 9, nine to five mac I think has a uh affiliate with a tree yeah they've program, got some
0: links uh, in this article where we're gonna link back on this discussion so
1: um yeah the theirs is pretty good so you know what what you do also is um for next time is if you think a new phone's going to come out or a new device is going to come out yeah. and it's not out yet a lot of these places especially nine to five mac one and gazelle and all, all, all of them will give you like a 30 day price guarantee of, of that yeah. so you can lock it and i've done this a few times right. you can lock in a price right. um because once once that. have you know, product drops, that price goes down a lot. So I, I've done pretty well with that. Uh, I think a couple of watches I did like that yeah. where I got a lot more than, than if I would have waited till the, the watch uh, uh, dropped out. Um, you know, and, and, and a couple other things too is, you know, um, with with, uh, with phones and iPads, it seems like storage space kind of loses value. Yeah. um when, during resale too if you do it so like you know a lot of times you'll you know you'll you'll like put a terabyte drive in your in, in or not terabyte, you'll max out your phone to 250 right, right. and generally they don't really care that much you know on resale and you'll see they'll, they'll give you like a few bucks more so it's it's not a you know just keep that in mind too that you know the, the resale value depends on a lot of things but storage size doesn't Seem to be one of them.
0: Yeah, and then uh all all, um, the, all the carriers are take you know are generous with their trade ins, but you know I've never been a huge fan trading into my carrier in my case T Mobile, only because you're locked in with them. You know and they're they're gonna you're gonna be on their payment plan. You got to pay them a monthly fee. I just have found Apple's trade in plan or even Apple's payment plan because you can do the payment plan with the Apple card. So if you don't want to do the trade in uh, program each each year, um, is much easier in my opinion uh and this way if uh, the trading plan i if if after a year i'm i don't want to trade it in i can keep it for another year until it's paid off and then once it's paid off then then it's mine and i can do what i want with it i mean there's been like last year i when my ten ten 10s max i actually had a family member buy it uh instead so they just paid off what was left of the of the phone there was which saved them a lot because it was you know if you remember the 10 the 10 and 10s Max and triad two fifty six was not cheap. So they got it for half the price of what it of what it was. So you know, there's deals like that. Of course, you work out with family members if they want. because they know you're an upgrader and they're not. So um, but there's a lot of great uh lists of ways of uh, of uh looking into trading in your phone uh, uh on this site. So anything else you wanted to add on this? No, just um, you
1: know, uh read the article cuz it is if you're doing private trade and uh private selling there's there is a science behind it it's uh not as easy as you would think it would be so you yeah, know take a look at the article
0: yeah all right so uh let's uh, move on we have um uh we have the our next topic is going to be the iPhone SE. Well it is out on the wild it is out on the wild this, uh, at this point I think a lot of people are getting their I, the SEs. I believe this weekend right I think it was that it, it shipped uh this week, I think our friend Guy Cyril, I saw him posted in Mac the Future that uh, his phone's on on its way. Which I still am surprised he decided to go with a smaller phone, and he's the big guy. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how. It goes. I'm just curious to see I how mean, much he complains so he about it.
1: Get, <laughs> he should get his tomorrow. I know a lot yeah. of radio units were. Um, the embargo was lifted yep. so there was a lot of reviews about
0: it oh, yeah, and that's what i was gonna say about this there's a ton of reviews out there already. i mean i watched i justine uh marcus Br- brownley and um, uh, mac mac rumors nine to five mac they've all done their, their 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 initial uh thoughts on the phone it's still pretty new um but uh breaking it down i i found these this is probably some of the things what you're going to miss in, in as far as five key features that aren't going to be uh, uh on this phone this iPhone uh the first one is a stereo speaker you know, it's only going to have a single speaker on it so it's going to be mono sounding um so I don't know if that's going to be a deal breaker for you would it be a deal breaker for you
1: um you know I don't listen to music uh I'm not the kind of person who listens to music on my iPhone okay. uh, out loud so for me I would
0: so you got to think if you're if you're one that, I mean the 10 the 11 pro max has amazing sound to it but uh if you if uh if you find that you're going to be um, uh, struggling with uh, the sound, because most of us are going to be using our our AirPods or 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 any Bluetooth headphone Switches, or speaker Switches, on it, yep, it uh, it isn't going to matter because the sound's going to be much better on there. Of course, um, doesn't include night mode. Well, yeah, they got to cut corners somewhere, right? Um, so it's, I mean, that would bother me. It does. It would be for really sure. Yeah, I really yeah. love that feature on the eleven, the yeah. eleven uh, Pro Max, and the eleven Pro. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, so yeah, that would be kind of bothering me a little bit. So there, there's one of the features right there that kind of stands out. Uh, you're trying to save some money and you're not going to have that feature. Um, the third one is, uh, uh, no face ID and no headphone jack. Well, we've lived out the headphone jack this long. I, I can't imagine that's a, that's much of a problem because, uh, anybody, even who had the iPhone eight and that, that which this model is kind of based on, uh, they didn't have a headphone jack. So, uh, uh, so, uh, it's, that's not a huge deal. And then face ID. Um, I like face ID personally. Don't, uh, you, uh, you do as well, right?
1: Yeah, normally. Yeah, well, oh, unless you're wearing a mask, <laughs> not, of course. Not, uh, yeah, not these days as much. It yeah. kind of bothers me more, but, um, that will pass. Yeah. And, uh, we'll get back to using the face ID. So. so
0: you go with touch ID in that, in that sense. So that's really a personal preference of how you, uh, uh, how you, uh, want to unlock the phone. Um, people are used to touch ID and then this is, this is a perfect phone for you. People are going from the seven or the eight. It'd be great. But if you're going 10 R or anything else, which I don't think a lot of people are going to be t- doing that. Uh, I'd uh, be surprised to, uh, that folks do are yeah, jumping not. from, from those models. Yeah.
1: I think anybody going from a face ID model is not going to jump back to this phone. Yeah. Um, I think anybody going from a touch ID model will
0: possibly get to this phone rather than right. go to a face ID model. Right, right. So, um, and then um, number two is tap to w- no tap to wake. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of annoying. I I I actually like that feature. Do don't you?
1: Yeah. No. I, I mean, I, I think I use it all the time instinctively. But uh, yeah. No. Uh, that's kind of weird because I thought didn't the eight have that too?
0: I thought it did. Or maybe not. I thought it did. So, like I said, they're. Right. I mean, to get this in this price point, they had to make some uh, exceptions, right? To, to. Uh, to where they want to cut uh cut so um and then the last one i I came up with was the u1 ultra wideband chip um it's in the iphone 11 and 11 pro but uh other than some of the features that the airpods have the airpods and airpods pro that that utilizes that chip for uh uh, for connect connectivity there really isn't much for that chip right at the moment but it is going to be a chip for the future. Uh, uh, there it could be missed later because you know people are going to buy this iPhone SE and want to keep it for a long period of time, don't you think?
1: Unless that chip is that chip also? Um, what's going to help with the o tags, or is that something else?
0: It may. It may. I don't know because that they'll still haven't. Those are still unreleased.
1: I thought that's what it was. I thought the dot uh, chip also helps uh the air tags get located because people with that chip in their phone could locate those uh the, the air tags so if that is the case that's kind of uh, weird that Apple wouldn't put that in there because that kind of makes the AirPods more valuable because if more people have the more people that have a phone that could pick up the air tag right location, the more useful it becomes. So yep. Um
0: yeah, yeah, and
1: uh, your but it does have the uh Go ahead. It does have the Wi Fi six, which is strange.
0: which it does have, which is is kind of, is kind of strange. Um, so um, yeah.
1: or five, six,
0: yeah. So uh, final impressions of this five phone I just based on what we've read, and what we've uh, watched, and all the unboxings. Uh, uh, my impressions was going to be. Uh, it's it's just a basically a stripped down version of a phone. I mean, it's very very low end and for someone who wants just a basic entry level phone. I think this this phone this iPhone is perfect for them. Uh, you don't have to spend you know, starting at four hundred dollars. It's the cheapest iPhone you're ever going to find. Um, that's brand new. Um, and, uh, I can't see why you wouldn't want to go with something like that. Someone like you and I who have the 11 pro max and always like the, the, the higher end technology, we're probably not going to be the the audience for this phone, um, this iPhone. So, um, what are your, what are your final impressions?
1: No, well, I mean, yeah, for us, it's not going to work because we're used to some of the better features. Um, you know, I would get this as a work phone or maybe a spare phone yeah. possibly, um, but it's not going to be my primary phone, but certainly if I was going, you know, for my parents or for, for a younger kid or, uh, or for a work phone, um, I would have no problem recommending this phone for somebody who says, listen, I have a six now and I need to upgrade it, but I don't want to spend the money. I would say this is a phone for you. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have a lot of features, but you know, it has power, which is, you know, half the battle.
0: Yep. Um, yeah yeah it's uh in it's uh it's gonna be a big seller i really think it will be i think people everybody's kind of on the fence uh camera wise it's got the one single um wide angle lens the wide angle it's isn't a wide angle lens i think it is it's the standard lens um out of the three lenses that are in the 11 pro 11 pro and 11 Pro max um and 11 11 for that matter
1: it does portrait it does portrait but software,
0: yeah it is, portrait. I yeah think. software portrait and it's limited but it like again like i said good good starting iphone uh and it's got a decent camera and you can't go wrong with it and like we talked about the, earlier it's got the fast processing and compare it to an android uh i think you can you can't go wrong with it uh and uh and that's that with the, with the iphone i see um unless you have anything else you want to add to that no no that covers it all right all right so i've got a uh, couple tips i want to talk about this week and then we got i got a couple apps uh, as well um that uh, we wanted to talk about a little bit um customizing the share sheet H- have you customized your share sheet in the uh, in iphone an ipad uh too much of a detail
1: mm, no no not really i found actually that most of the stuff on the share sheet is pretty much good for what i use it for um there's probably some things i could get rid of yeah but for the most part uh, for the most part i um i'm pretty good with the uh, default settings on that
0: well for uh, for sharing ex, uh, options you know that's the top row and anytime you go into a particular app and you know what the share sheet is it it's going to bring up uh, the the uh, the rows of what you want to share with the with somebody within a specific application, and you can set it up for favorites, and you can set it up for specific apps. It'll give you suggestions, um, and uh, uh, so basically, what you're going to do is you're going to see some contacts. You you message them off them in a top row, and on the second row, you're going to uh, you're going to have a device that gives you gives it what thinks you'll want to use like mail, Facebook, notes, and other apps. Then if you scroll to the second row. And then you tap the more button, uh, then tap edit at the top of the next screen, you'll you'll notice that the uh airdrop has a permanent spot in your favorites. Because of course using airdrop, I do that. I mean about you'd use that all the time, I assume, too, to send things to your other devices, right? Or 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 somebody else. Yep. Um yep. All the time. Yeah, AirDrop is awesome. I mean, I think it's it's uh, it, it's really awesome. Um, so then, other apps can be removed from the favorites, and of course, it's got the little red minus signs to to take them out. And then it's got the the, the three bar bread box that you can move them up into into the any order you want. Um, and then at the bottom there, there's there there are suggestions now. You and I both use Facebook. You know, Facebook's always a one place, one thing you always want to share Share something uh, right from a particular, like whatever. whether it's a Safari, it's a website, you want to use the, the, the share function on there. Uh, whether it's a, a browser like uh, Chrome or Firefox or even Slack, for that matter, you might want to share something right into Slack if you're if you're doing some communications with that. Uh, and you can add however many you want in that row, and then it gives you a, f- a full list of items that are uh there and, and uh, once you're done you just tap the done button and then uh, there it is and then the next time you open up that share sheet your favorites will be the first ones and then the second row will have the other ones at your fingertips now there's also actions Yeah, you know, i'm assuming you've used a lot of these actions right um uh that uh, uh that you do like oh, copy and add to home screen and all that stuff right
1: yep yep
0: um uh, when you uh uh you'll, you'll have some quick ways to share that, that way as well so you've got things like you want to add to the home screen there's a lot of times if you're going to safari there's a there's a website that you may go to all the time you may want to add it to the home screen it'll give you that option just add it right from the share sheet uh to that to, to one of the one one of the home screens sections on on your iphone and then gives you access to that website all the time um you can add to the reading list in Safari. Look like if you're a lot of times people are using Safari and you want to have a, a list of, of, of sites that you want to go back and read later, uh, you have that option right in there from the from the share sheet. Adding a bookmark or adding favorites. Um, so a lot of this stuff is all there, and you can and you can go in and actually edit these actions too, and you can reorder them the way you want. That's by t- typing in the tapping in the edit, and if you want to read you know, you want to reorder them the way you use the things, you can do that as well. Also, also gives you options like, uh, markup. So you want to be able to mark up a, a photo. Let's say, uh, you can do it right from the share sheet or you want to print something right away. Gives you that option there and give you uh ways of that, uh, as well. Um, so, uh, the share sheet is very powerful. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a place that you want to set up and customize in the, in the best way you, uh, you can and how you want to work, which I think is, uh, is a, is a great thing to be able to do. And uh, it'll make uh, life easy for you uh, on that. Um, anything, you know, that, that, anything that stands out for you that you like to use in the share sheet? Um,
1: No, as long as it's there. <laughs> no. Yeah. 99% of the time when i got to share something it's, it's there. So it, it, as I said, there's, you know, defaults are pretty good. And so I'm pretty happy with the,
0: the way it works. Yep. Yeah. So easy way to know where it's there. The uh, first place to go is where, when you're in uh, safari, you've got the little square with the arrow up. That's the share sheet. You tap that button and then that's going to tell you what, give you options of what you want to do it. The first two rows are there. Um, the first row of course is going to show um, uh, also people you've you've texted you've you've sent messages to recently so which is really cool i've got that on my first row where uh anybody that's in my list that that i've text that i've sent messages to recently i can tap it real quickly and be able to do it like i've got my ipad right next to me i can send from my iphone to my ipad uh, right right away if i want to switch over if i'm looking at a website here um Airdrop is going to give me options of how many places I can airdrop. Of course, I can airdrop to both my Mac and my my iPad as well as somebody who's in the room or nearby. Um, and then, like I said, as, as I mentioned, you can scroll all the way down and tap the edit actions, and you can reorder all of those items as well as be able to uh, add or remove things if there's some things you don't uh, use all the time. If there's something you don't use all the time, just remove it. I, I mean, it, it saves, saves you having to scroll through and take a look at it. So... Any other things you want to touch on before we move on, uh, Warren? Nope. Good stuff. All right. So uh, another feature I, I wanted to talk about um, is accessing the accessibility shortcuts. Do you use the uh, the magnifier on your uh, iPhone all the time? Or some of the time? A lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, 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 well, most of the time. My my eyes are. Yeah, mine too. My eyes aren't <laughs> with the I don't
0: know if anybody knew this. So it actually. Go ahead. Yeah, it
1: comes in handy.
0: Yeah, I mean the magnifier is awesome. No, Don't oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The magnifier is awesome, yeah. isn't it?
1: The magnifier is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and you could uh, you do the magnifier, and if you tap on it, it will hold still what you just did. Yep. So then, kind of, uh, you could kind of uh, expand. Not only can you magnify, but then you could pinch and zoom it even bigger. So yeah. it's like a superhuman uh, magnification. So it's a. Uh, it's it comes in very handy, especially Absolutely. in IT when you have to do serial numbers. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do serial that all the time. All the, you know. <laughs> oh my! Can you read me that serial number? What? Oh my that God. service tag? No, I can't. <laughs> I, re- I seriously can't. So that I remember, I have those, which are it's much handier than carrying. Uh, Reading glasses. So. Not, yeah, I use those. And time. I had
0: thought that they had, had turned that on by default, because um, I because I just did, did a, a race and a uh, re uh, reinstall of my other iPhone, um, and uh, it uh, uh, it it wasn't turned on by default. I had thought they had changed that where it's on automatically, but apparently that may have changed that. I thought it was um, on the, the,
1: the control center. Mine's on the control center um is that what you're
0: looking for? no, I was looking in access- when you go where, where I went is if you go into settings then you scroll down and go to accessibility that's where all the the different uh accessibility options are are um and one of them is magnifier right. but I, yeah i think but you're right you you also can get to the magnifier from the uh, uh the control center from the control center
1: yeah. yeah, you don't have to go in there so if you just online actually if i don't know if they customize it or not, but if you go to a control center yep. there. you you
0: can customize that yeah, but um my my tip actually today was uh, to go into accessibility and and access some of the other uh, accessibility features in the menu by when you tap your 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 side button th- uh, three times to get to it because by default that's that's turned on so when you turn on magnifier you just do tap 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 three times that's where you also the button you use when you uh, when you approve uh, 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 your your credit card on the side there you have to tap that. Um, yep. So when you yep. turn the magnifier on, that's in there by default. But there's also a feature, which I didn't, wasn't aware of. And I found this is if you, sc- if you go into settings and then you go into accessibility um, and then you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there is a, a, a section under general called accessibility shortcut. And then it's, it's set to ask. So if you go in there, the magnifier is already going to be there cause it's already there, but there's some other features that you may use. Um, in, including uh, maybe you'd use reduced white points if uh, you have issues with with vision you want it to be a little uh, lighter or darker um you, you have a lot of those features there and you and all you do is you, uh, you turn that on. The other one that's real handy is the assistive touch where it puts the little uh, round circle on there. Maybe sometimes you want to be able to tap to go to the home um, and access some of those features. So I've got accessibility touch and magnifier currently turned on. And when I go back, go to the home's page there, I can... Triple tap the, the, the button. It brings up a menu then, so then I can choose, do I want the magnifier or do I want the assistive touch? I can turn the assistive touch on, and then it brings up that little little uh, dot there, and then it gives you access to all the other menus that are in there, including getting to the control center. It's more for people who are, are limited on vision or want to be able to access things without having to uh, they their, their limited mobility and moving around the screen uh is what the uh the assistive touch is um i not were you aware of that it's uh yeah oh
1: yeah it was also uh good for people who had a broken home screen or yes home button. exactly so,
0: yeah well, what yeah, you don't have to worry about anymore thing. on oh, yeah. <laughs> what's that
1: i the a face idea yeah uh, it, it used to be like uh people thought it was a secret like uh oh, the home screen's broken i have a secret i could show you something and uh you yeah, know they would put it on there of course it It's horrible to have on there all the time if you don't need it because it takes up part of your screen. Right. Yeah, There was definitely a way to do it that way. So check that
0: out. That's, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a thing I wasn't aware of that it gives you like a menu of different accessibility features that you may, that you may want to utilize and you can just check them off and uh, it puts it in that menu. Uh, But if you don't use any of those, you can just uncheck all of them and just have magnifier. And then it, it automatically just opens the magnifier, which most people have it set that way. But, uh, thought that was cool um all right a couple apps here and i don't know if you had an app uh, if you don't i I, maybe you should think if you could think of one that you might have come across uh, recently um but i got two here i wanted to talk about um First one is the clock app. And I, and I didn't think, why would I even want to talk about the clock app? Because it's no big deal thing here. And on the iPhone especially, it's pretty, pretty basic, right? Um, you open up the clock app, and the first place you go to is go to the world clock, and then you have the alarms, the bedtime settings, the stopwatch, and the timer. Well, on the iPad, um, the iPad also has uh, those same features, but I found that the iPad is very robust when it comes to s- some of these features. I'll, I'll, and I'm going to go through uh, some of them here. The first one is that when you open up the clock on the iPad, or, and you, of course you got a much bigger screen. When you tap the world clock, the real cool thing about it is it not only does it show, it shows an actual analog uh, clock for each location. It actually tells you how many hours is different from where you're located if the sunrise and set sunset for that particular location, like right now I've got things set going to the West coast, uh, San Francisco tells you what time it is in San Francisco as we're recording this. And then New York is uh, on the East coast. So it's in between those two tell me when the, how many hours ahead or behind they are. And then you can do international locations. Like I got London right now, it's almost 2am in London as we record this. Uh, so it's six hours difference. Cause you always forget. <laughs> Uh, what their times are really uh what that is and it also has an awesome view of the world showing where the sun is is now and where it's dark and where it's light um so uh gives you a nice layout there um then you can just scroll across the bottom there and scroll across and have as many um different locations that you want so like if you go to sydney australia it shows how many hours they're ahead or 15 hours ahead or singapore because you forget sometimes you are working with a lot of these uh uh Locations and you forget the time, and I think it gives you a much more robust, robust view of it. Now, if you want to be able to add another one, there's a plus at the top there, and it gives you a whole slew of lists of cities you want to be able to add, which is great. And then you also can edit at the top left, and if you if there are clocks down here you don't want to have in there, you tap that edit, and then it's got the little red minus um, uh, next to each clock, so you can remove uh, whichever location you you may not uh, care about uh, to, where, to what time it is. So. Uh, have you explored this at all in the in the the clock?
1: No, I I played with the bedtime option once and yeah, I did too. Don't if you play with that uh, if you play with it it's hard to um play with it. So I found
0: that out okay. too, yeah.
1: Once <laughs> yeah. once you said it it's 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 like a one time switch so um but yeah, I haven't I haven't played too much with the the clock uh, other than Yeah other than uh the uh the world clock i have used the world clock uh when i used to travel overseas right so, right than I do now.
0: but you know sometimes you are i mean i talk to people in other countries around the world a lot of times i forget what time it is there and have to look it up and oh let me just fire this up and i can find it real quick um and then uh, the next uh feature in the clock is the alarm of course now, i have no alarms in my in my ipad i would have i have tons of them in my iphone uh but uh very robust just tap the plus at the top there you can set it for a specific time in the morning or the evening uh you set it for uh if you want to repeat it you can tap that and it'll repeat however many days you could do every sunday every monday or every specific day um you could set it as an, a label on it however you want to label it you can call it whatever you want and name it what it's for you and you have um options for uh uh, what sound you want it to play. Of course, the radar is always the default one. Um, and then uh, you can turn the snooze on and off. And uh, uh, once you save it, it's right there. It's got a nice big square. It tells you what, how you've set it, what it is, and, and, uh, and away you go. Uh, Like you said, the bedtime, you're right. I play with that a little bit. Uh, What the bedtime is, is it allows you to schedule and wake wake up your alarm and bedtime and the bedtime reminders on your iPad. I don't know if too many people like to have their iPad next to your, on your bed, on your nightstand. I assume you don't. Uh, Not my iPad. Yeah. My phone, yeah. Right, iPhone, my phone as well. iPhone as well. So, uh, so, uh, so that's what that is. I'm not going to go into much detail with that. Stopwatch is great gives you a nice big display of that of course that that's got some great features also on your iphone as well as your apple watch i'm, I'm I, I use a stopwatch uh, a fair amount for on my apple watch as well as the uh the timer uh, timer is a nice thing where you could set it for however many minutes you want to count down maybe you're, you're you're cooking something you want to set it you know for a particular amount of time um it lets you uh set that too uh, do you assume do you use it on your apple watch the timer at all um yeah
1: here and there where you could say hey ass lady on the on the yeah, too. yeah
0: too. so um that's the clock app i thought it was kind of was kind of cool just uh to, to just to kind of give a a, a a view of uh what uh what it was all about and uh and check it out people may not know that it's got some of those great features in there so um and then the last app i have is um is pixelmator pixelmator for ios uh pixelmator is a great a uh, uh, photo editing program, and it's probably one of the more one of the cheaper ones too. Uh, the pricing that starts around is at, in the App Store. You can get it for 4.99, and it's not too terribly difficult compared to like Photoshop. If you're not a Photoshop user, Photoshop can be t- challenging to uh, uh, to to work. It's got a bit of a learning curve. But Pixmare is very easy. It comes through and uh, gives you options uh, that are, are very good and what they've done is they've done an update to it uh, version 2.5 and it's got a number of additions that it's added um it didn't have a built-in didn't have support to the built-in files document browser which i've found to be kind of annoying uh, because it was hard to get to files if you wanted to be able to, to pull them down um and wh- now while they added this feature it also can quickly uh open and edit the images in iCloud and then store them either on the iPhone or the iPad or external cloud storage like Dropbox as well. So it's got access to all those uh, files uh, functionality. Um, and also it has a new photo browser, which you didn't uh, allow you to do. So you, uh, you're also very easily able to uh, browse the, uh, the photo browser. Uh, and you can also use a new image size presets to create new images with common sizes because that's always a challenge. you got to know what the size uh, is of this particular file. Or a photo, I should say. Uh so it's ninety nine in the app store. Uh great little great little app. Have you used this app at all? You're not a photo editor, so probably not. I haven't,
1: but I've been <laughs> uh right, but I have um heard of it and I definitely uh heard good things about it too.
0: Yeah. So it's a good app. Good uh, good app of the week this week to 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 highlight that. So did you have any app that you wanted to talk about this week before we uh wrap things up? No, I, you know, I, I'm
1: just gonna keep playing with this keyboard. Until yeah, you're you're in
0: that you know. keyboard mode right now. So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, a, I'm like dumbfounded by it. It's it's gonna be good. You're gonna like it. So, so uh, we'll have a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be talking about it next week. I'll have my um, magic keyboard tomorrow, and I can't wait. I'm gonna be playing with it, and you'll, and more and I will both have a full week weeks worth of time using it, and really give you uh, an in depth. Uh, uh review of 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 the of the uh of the keyboard um a programming note i wanted to just uh, shout out that uh, next week we have of course uh, you'll still be hearing myself and and warren we also have a guest uh renee richie will be on the show first time ever i was able to reach out to him and he's going to be out talking about his new uh indie uh 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 work he's he moved on from iMore and now he's uh working indie so it's gonna be a, a great uh conversation with renee i'm guarantee he has the the keyboard so all three of us will be able to do comparisons and give a give a discussion i'm sure renee will already have a video out on his youtube page uh to, talking about it already so so i can't wait to 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 have him on the show it's gonna be a lot of fun so um anything else you have warren before we wrap things up um, um
1: i fix it um there's an article now if people want to take a look later uh they they tore down the uh, since we're talking about the new SC compared to the eight they they tore it down compared to the eight okay. on the i fix it so um if, if people want to take a look at that uh it's kind of neat oh we'll put that in the show uh, notes basically there's a yeah basically saying they're pretty much just, just well what, what was the repairability oh, uh, number
0: the, uh let's see I'm sure it's still low. Yeah, they, <laughs> Most iPhones are.
1: Yeah. It doesn't say in this article, but it basically says uh, it's identical to the 8, except for the modem and the Wi-Fi chip, yeah. basically is what you're saying. And the flashlight setup, strangely enough. Mm. But. Yeah, I'm sure it's got the same repairability as the uh,
0: uh, yeah as as some more information comes out on the iphone sc we'll definitely share it with you uh, i'm sure as it's in the wild we will even hear from our friend guy cyril to uh, what his first thoughts are uh, and we'll get you uh get, get you that info as well it's so small i can't i, even I can't see even it. see it at all, you know i don't know what to do i can't so i can't <laughs> I, i'm just, just waiting I we're them. just waiting for next I week can't. though let's <laughs> about that so um yeah, that should be good. So anyway, let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others, in, or better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS. We're all on uh, InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at Dave G65 Warren, where can they find you? You can find me uh, mostly
1: on Facebook, uh, the Mech to the Future uh, group, which is uh, LinkedIn notes. Um I do this show with Dave. I do uh, another show with Dave and Guy on Wednesday nights, uh, uh, both nights of the Future Bill. Um, And you know, these days you can find me pretty much in my house. Yes, and, and possibly on on uh, and, and Twitter. Possibly the clothes, uh, for if you really need it. If you can't find me some <laughs> other way, try that. I might respond back to that. All right.
0: All right, Warren. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody in Facebook that watched us live while we recorded this. And uh, we will talk to you again very soon.